Therapy roulette, consent event. Trauma disguised as comedy. Therapy roulette, consent event. If you don't have problems, then you're likely repressing shit and you should find a therapist who's not me. Hey, Rouletteurs, I'm back. My name is Michelle Bacci, and I'm here with another episode of Therapy Roulette Consent Event. Housekeeping right up top. Please send me an email. I would love to hear about your current struggles with therapy or maybe something funny, an anecdote about therapy. You could disguise some details. You can make up names or, you know, blur the particulars if you want. But if you would like an email read out loud on the podcast and my response to it or advice, if you're looking for suggestions, um, I can give you my comedic advice. Shoot me an email at therapyroulette at gmail.com. Also, if you have not yet left a review for the podcast, it would be so awesome if you could just leave me a review real quick on the Apple Podcasts app or whatever app you choose to listen to your podcasts on. Quick rating, five stars, fill all those stars in, why not? Leave me a review. It could be anything you're thinking. It could take five seconds. It's super easy to do, and it really helps get the podcast out into the sphere so other people can find it. Um, and Speaking of branching out the podcast listeners, tell a friend about Therapy Roulette. You know, after you listen to this episode, think of one friend you know who might like this podcast and shoot them a text. Say, hey, I've been listening to this podcast lately and I think you would love it. You know, send them a link. That would really help me and help the podcast grow. And I would really appreciate it. Thank you in advance. So on this episode, I'm going to dive into my personal story with therapy. So on the length of the podcast, I've had two therapists and I recently quit therapy with this more recent therapist who I was just talking to over the phone. And we we did connect over the phone. I never saw her over video chat. Um, we only did speakerphone conversations, but that was almost nicer because I could open up a little bit more because she wasn't watching me. So I feel like the speakerphone therapy sessions were a good fit for me. I I would just go into the car and talk to her because I've been living with my boyfriend full time and I didn't want him to overhear my therapy sessions. You know, sometimes I just complain and I might complain about my boyfriend and I don't want him to be privy to that or anything I'm talking about. So I would sit in the car, bask in the L.A. sun and (laughs) spill my soul to the therapist And I feel like I had sessions with her for two and a half months and they were, they were helpful, but they weren't, um, totally fulfilling. So I've recently decided to let that go. I told her I didn't want to do the sessions anymore and she seemed a little surprised, but she was like, okay, I get it. She said, why do you want to quit? And I said, well, I feel like I'm just burnt out from work and the podcast life in the pandemic, and I need to focus on fixing my burnout, I need to take more action. Because I would frequently just complain in therapy. And she told me a lot of helpful things, and I'm going to highlight a few of them for you, but she wasn't really telling me anything novel or um, unearthing any, you know, deep past connections for me. She wasn't doing a lot of, like, jigsaw puzzle work. It was more like 
Michelle, why don't you start taking care of yourself? And I was like, you're right. So after hearing that for a few weeks in a row, I was like, uh, I think I get it. I have to take care of myself. So I told her I just have to take action. And she said, yeah, you do. <laughs> so um, I would tell her, I want to spend more time writing because I love writing. And that's the main thing I want to do with my life is write stories publish stories, write scripts, film scripts, and I have not been doing that pretty much at all in the past year with the pandemic. So I've totally fallen out of my writing routine, and I've suffered with my identity because of that, because that's a big part of who I am. It's writing and spilling my soul onto paper. Like, that really fulfills me day in, day out. And I, you know, I was doing a lot of stand-up comedy before COVID, and that got changed when COVID hit. And I haven't really found my way back to it. I'm sure I will sooner rather than later now that things are opening up. But I lost a piece of who I was last March, and I'm still reclaiming that person. So she would say, very matter of fact, my therapist would say, if you are a writer, you have to write. And I said, yeah, yeah, I know. But you know, it's easier to say than it is to do, lady. So I told her I would start writing an outline for the story I'm working on. And she said, okay, write an outline. That's easy. And I said, yeah, it sounds easy, but it's hard to do. I am not good at writing outlines. I have fought the format of an outline. I have fought structure most of my adult life as a writer. And I don't know why I fight these tools that are designed to help you, but to say I'm going to write an outline is almost like me waving a white flag of surrender. It's like admitting I don't know what I'm doing and I need an outline to help me. But I've actually been doing it. In the past three weeks, I've written three times, just starting out slow once a week, and I'm, I'm working on an outline. I'm putting the pen to the paper. I'm you know asking myself questions that'll help this story make more sense and come together big picture. And it does make it a lot easier. I don't know why I fight things that make my life easier. So at least I'm writing. And I would complain to her all the time that I was tired, that I wasn't getting exercise. And often I write off exercise is like, oh, I could do that anytime. I could totally take care of myself anytime. I don't have to do it now. I don't have to do it today. And that's a bunch of bullshit because you do have to take care of yourself. And I used to be better at it before really filling up like most of my free time with this podcast. I used to be better about squeezing in a workout or like doing it on my lunch break or something. And now I have to be more cognizant of planning it and saying, no, I have to get into a habit. I have to work out Tuesdays and Thursdays. Every Tuesday and Thursday, those are my days to work out. And just having that set calendar date helps my brain remember, this is your workout day. If you don't work out today, you know, you're not a failure, but you did say you would do it on Tuesday. So I like giving myself that little nudge and writing in my planner do a workout today. It could be yoga. It could be easy yoga. It could be gentle yoga. Or it could be hard. It could be hit workout, um, beginner hit workout. Because, you know, I'm starting out 
<laughs> I'm reclaiming my fitness routine. Um, but writing it down, making the date Tuesday and Thursday, I've actually started working out more and that gives me more energy. It makes me feel better. I'm healthier. Why do I fight exercise, you know? And my therapist would say like, you know, oh, it's good. You're doing yoga. I go on neighborhood walks. She would say, increase the intensity. Do it more. Walk faster. And I'd say, okay, okay. <laughs> I like that she would push me. Like she wasn't, she wasn't coddling me, which is good because I like a therapist who's a little hard on me. So she was hard on me, but she wasn't too hard. She was more of a reality check person. And I would complain to her about being a perfectionist, especially with the podcast, especially with editing the podcast, because I've had to learn editing and I've become snobbish in my views, um, what makes a good audio episode. And I edit too much, you know. She asked me, how how long does it take you to edit? And I would say, oh, I have to tell her. <laughs> I, you know, if you listen to Therapy Roulette, you know these episodes usually run about an hour, maybe an hour and a half. And I told her, for me to edit an episode, that running time is one hour. I spend six to eight hours editing that episode. Because I go bit by bit. If I hear anything I don't like, I cut it out or I, you know, smooth it over with effects. And it's not always perfect, but I try my damnest to make that thing perfect. Like I spend the time. I spend night after night working on it until it has to come out. And you don't have to do that. Podcasting is not, you know, it's not a Michelangelo. You can just let things go. So she said, cut down your editing time to one hour and find good use out of the rest of the time you would spend editing those other five plus hours. What are you going to do? And I said, I would write, I would read, I would exercise, I would take a bath, I would do something for me, right? Because I've forgotten, I've fallen out of the patterns where I used to take care of myself and do self-care and do yoga and read and find my happiness every day. I've fallen out of those patterns just to fill it up with work. All I do is work. It's either my job or the podcast or it's chores. Those are like the circle I run. I run that circle all week and I don't have any time for me. And so that's why I've been feeling so burnt out. And I told her like, I have to relax. I have to take a vacation. I don't know how to do it, but I'm going to book a vacation I'm going to take a little bit of time off work. I'm going to take some time off from the podcast, too. And I'm just going to focus on me. I'm going to go back to my roots, and we'll see what happens. And she said, good. She said, yeah, you're tired. You have to recharge, and you have to sleep, and you have to do what's good for you. And for that my therapist was was just what I needed to hear, you know? She validated me. She let me complain, but she didn't overindulge me. And she straight up was like, Michelle, you are driving yourself, you know, down to the bone. <laughs> you got to fix this stuff. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm taking a break. I'm going on vacation. 
home to New York to see my family, my people, you know, the city I love. And uh, Therapy Roulette will be off the air for the month of June, but we'll be back. We'll be coming back with new episodes Thursday, July 1st. So book it. We'll be back then. And I hope you understand that I'm I'm taking a break for my mental health and for me. And I've seen that a lot in following other podcasters and other creative people like who have Etsy shops or who have independent websites and businesses. Some of them straight up like tell you, hey, I'm taking a break for my mental health. I'll be back on this day. And my instinct when I see those those mental health breaks is like, how dare she take a break? I don't get a break. And obviously that is a cause for concern. So (laughs) I do commend the people who take mental health breaks. I'm working on my instinctive anger reaction and I am taking a mental health break myself. So I'll see you again Thursday, July 1st. In the meantime, shoot me an email, therapyroulette at gmail.com or DM me on Insta or Twitter. On Instagram, I'm at Therapy Roulette Pod. On Twitter, I'm at Therapy Roulette. Thank you for listening. I'll see you again in July. Therapy Roulette Consent Event Trauma Disguised as Comedy Therapy Roulette Consent Event If you don't